Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're talking about Grand Mentor, the 13th episode of 30 Rock Season 6. Liz adopts Hazel as her new protege, minting Jack as a granddaddy bear. He's a granddaddy. He's a bear. He's a granddaddy bear. Precious! Based on the novel Tush by Asfire. Jack continues his attempts to rescue Avery by producing a TV movie about her abduction. Jenna takes this as an opportunity to eschew all human empathy and also maybe nab an Emmy nod? Fingers crossed. Kenneth abandons his job to rescue Tracy from Hazel's clutches. Do you you think you can help us out too? And Tracy's off his med, which from personal experience is a super oof. Nicole Byers, is that you? Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Liz? Crank! What the hell, Hazel? Can I ask your advice, woman to woman? Are you sure? Because I took one of those which gossip girl are you quizzes and it said I was the dad's guitar. Please, you are so amazing. This place is such a boys club, but you boss them around like an Amazon warrior queen. And look at your body. Your rack is like pow. Hazel, what is the question? It's Kenneth. He's not a page anymore, but he keeps trying to do my job for me. And when I confronted him about it, he was so condescending, he laughed at me. And then he undressed me with his eyes. And then he had his way with me, with his eyes. Ugh, the male gaze. Yeah, they're all a bunch of gays. No, Kenneth is sweet, but he's still a man. And in our society, men get praised for just taking whatever they want. But what do people call women who are tough and ambitious? Leslie or Courtney? But no, a bitch. Well. You may be at the bottom of the totem pole now, but you're in the game. So play it like a man and don't let anyone try to stop you. Just like the Karate Kid, Hillary Swank, Karate Kid 4. I want you to be my mentor. Julie-san, fighting not good, but if must fight, win. Kasuki Miyagi, Karate Kid 4, I accept. What'd you think of this episode? It was fun. Every time I know that Hazel is going to... I mean, I know she's written as sort of like the anti-Kenneth, where he's very demure and polite and stupid. She seems, despite her 70 IQ and wondering whether or not that's good, seems a little bit more manipulative and aware and mean or poor-intentioned. So it's always rough when she's around. Um, But overall, I thought this was a fun episode. Yeah, I think I gave up at some point. This episode was, like, brand new to me. Yeah, was it because of Hazel? (laughs) Hazel is my Jenna, I think. I know I made it to the end because I know what happens and I'm going to wash it in the sink like a baby, but maybe I just gave up at this point. But anyway, this was, like, a brand new episode to me. It was hilarious. I loved it. It was such a gift. I was like, oh, my God. I don't have any memory of this at all. I love it. I mean, I could have easily been, like, Leap Day Williams, I'm out. Too much Hazel Wasser name. Fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess even in a rewatch, I skip ahead to season seven. Yeah, I mean, it was, what, 2011? I don't know numbers. <laughs> That's fair. That's think- my bad. 12? They said it was an election year. I think it's 2012, but- yeah. Favorite line, hands down, is, we're a show within a show. My name is Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> He's become fully lucid. Um 
Yeah, there were so many great cutaways. Um, there was that really terrible, like, Jordan <laughs> Vandersloot mention. That was really rough. I remember. So in our earlier podcast, I was insulting you and saying I was watching something <laughs> and this guy was not funny at all and was just ruining the laughs and we were all just waiting around. And it was, it's in an upcoming episode with um, Dr. Spachemin. That's who you remind Oof. me of. <laughs> I mean, I do like Spachemin, so maybe I've just channeled him. A couple episodes ahead, because once I saw this one, I was like, I wonder what that next one's like. So I watched the next couple. Um, <laughs> he's saying stuff, and no one's laughing, and you're just like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. I'm like, this is like podcasting with Nick when he says something terrible. Oh, which is every time. <laughs> Isn't it sweet? I mean, you write great recaps. Is the next, is the next Instagram. And he was making, like, inappropriate dick jokes. It's you. Okay, but, like, it is me. I know. <laughs> I, was, I thought that was you saying it's not me. Now, is your next Twitter or not Twitter, Instagram voting situation going to be who's going to replace me? An empty chair or a rubber Empty duck? chairs at empty tables where my friends will be no more. <laughs> like this, baby. Okay. <laughs> Terrified is me. You're the problem. Hi, it's Why me. are you highlighting but imagine me the with script that, that I wrote? What are you doing? Why are you touching it? Stop it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so in preparation for this sometimes. episode, Nick can write the world's best recap, and I think it takes him about three minutes. On opposite weeks, Emma and I pretty much hand write out the script with stage <laughs> you directions. You all do so much. Blocking. <laughs> takes hours. Nick's genius comes out in two seconds. So anyway, this week it was me. And I sent it to everybody, and now it's a Google Doc, and I can see he's touching it and highlighting it, and I'm afraid he's going to delete it. Please do not touch it. I get very twitchy with documents. I just need to highlight and re-highlight it. I don't think it's OCD. I think it's just annoying. I think it's just like an annoying part of personality. I was watching something else, and they were talking about after a certain age cutoff, you just are unable to use Google Docs. I'm like, oh, I think I made it just under yeah. the wire. I hate them, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to be next, though? Whatever. If Meta takes off, I can't do it through spite alone. Oh, my God. There is this guy who is awesome. I haven't met him in real life, but he got introduced by a friend of a friend for my other job. And he was saying we should do like these anti-hate parties, which sounded like a great idea. And that we should then have each organization create their own NFT. And then we could sell it to like raise money for this anti-hate <laughs> party. Or like Michael Franti or Ben Harper or somebody would come to. I was like, yeah, this is never going to happen. I'm like, listen, crypto dude living in his basement. Um, that's not me. <laughs> so then he was, I talked last week, he wrote me like, how's that idea coming? Did you get the NFTs made yet? I was like, no. I can't even really explain NFTs to my board members. I don't think that's the right idea for us right now. He's like, what about the, you need to create a safe space in the metaverse and you can use AI to create really intense marketing. Like what if you had like an AI generated George Floyd talking about what happened with his murder? Oh dear God. I'm like, dude, you are amazing and you're a visionary, but like, we're not doing that. (laughs) That's so so fucked up. But I was like, when he first said create a safe space in the metaverse, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Now I get it. But Wow. Things are changing. Terribly. Uh-huh. Like, in the same breath, let's create a safe space and then let's advertise it. He's, and I get you yeah. want people to know that there's a safe space, but like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, and I started If using, Mark Zuckerberg's there, that is not a safe space. I know, which in my mind is just Jesse Eisenberg. So, you know. Plus, I don't want <laughs> Oculus. So that's I why don't I fucking want those hate stupid him. glasses. Anyway, I've taken to using the term AI constantly now. So, like, you have to pre sign up for our dance class. And you're on the waiting list. 
and if somebody gets off, you can get in. The, the AI will just put you in. But as of two hours before class, the AI no longer, that algorithm changes and you have to physically put yourself in there. The AI won't do it. And I just started talking like that to be so fucking annoying. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, like uh, the metaverse. And the but I have said AI at least like 20 times in the last two days at dance class. Like, no dudes. The AI, the algorithm stops working that way and it won't do it. Like, it's on it. You're going to come and people will be like, oh my God, Julie, I love your new hat. You're like, thank you. I just had some spare aluminum hanging out. So put this on so Elon Musk can't read my thoughts. Uh, I want to Joaquin Phoenix sitting in the closet with that Hershey Kiss hat on and uh, whatever that is. Signs. It's like, we all listen to Ace of Base, okay? That changed all of our lives. Now you're saying you're seeing signs? Bitch, sit down. One, now you're going to say that all that you want is like another baby. How many babies do you need, Elon Musk? He's got 12. Does he? The Cannon has 12. I don't know if Elon has 12. He's got like up there. He's got double digits, I think. I don't know. It's part of the whole QAnon thing. The metaverse right? can be whatever I want it to be. Facts. These are alternative facts. What podcast <laughs> are we even doing right now? I know that it's my fault, but... Once Nothing I take a breath fault. and you start talking, I realize me. we've really got off the rails. I know. You can talk for 20 minutes. I have like a second. And, and you're like, I know I let's did. just like fucking focus for a second. I'm so here. proud We're of myself because I know something is going to happen that I'm not going to understand. Like I'm not going to be able to get it. I'm, I'm, it was almost NFTs. It was almost crypto. It was almost the metaverse. But you guys keep me young. I Well, I don't. I still don't know what fucking fungible means. Fungible? I don't want to learn. I do not want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> For the record. Did you guys watch Everything that I know about crypto is You wore space buns yesterday. Oh my God, I sure did. Because I have, I've had for several years this headband that has these like sparkly New Year's Day balls on them. It's not really yeah. my personality, but New Year, New Me, motherfuckers. So I did. I, I also had a hat on because we were outside and it was cold. And then I was like, am I going to take this hat off? Because if I do, people are going to say shit about like, what the fuck is up with your space buttons? But I went for it. And she then fucking I was out with people and I made them take a picture with me. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're only going to regret the pictures you don't take. And they were like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me? We're trying to take a picture with you for 20 years. I'm for like, well, years. You just didn't say it right. I didn't uh, the right TikTok to tell me to take pictures. Gaslighter may have been the word of 2020, but it's the mantra for Julie's 2023. I mean, I literally wore space buns yesterday and made people take a selfie with me. Who is, Who is she? Who is she? New year, new me. It's Britney, bitch. It's gonna be May. So did you guys watch 30 Rock this week? I've never heard of that program before, but I'd love program? to give it a try. Do you want to read the entire script? We've got to stop. I'm getting, I'm getting handsy. So, did I tell you, I liked this episode a lot. <laughs> you did. All right. So, I haven't been smoking Easy grin mentor. Either. So, Liz enters Jack's office. She's got like a folder in her hand. She's like, why did I just receive these viewer essays on why I love TGS? Please tell me it's not. The annual TGS view, what? <laughs> the annual TGS viewer walk-on contest. It's great promotion, Lemon. We found that if someone is actually on NBC, they are 4% more likely to watch it. Really? We're doing this again after what happened last year? So we flash back to a sketch with Tracy, and the walk-on guest is looking creepy. And then Tracy says, Yassy, Patsy, you can't eat. And the guest playing the waiter says, Keep the White House white. Terrifying. <laughs> Q on. And we're back in um, so Jack's office. Thank God. 
You know who enters these contests? Weirdos. It's not going to kill you, Lemon. Oh, really? Because this one's typed on the inside of a bloody halter top. <laughs> Just pick one. And while you're at it, which one of these ties do you prefer? I thought you said a man should never wear pastel unless he's a black guy on Easter. Usually I'm... <laughs> Usually, but I'm going on the Today Show to talk <laughs> about Avery and I need to tone down my own natural aura of strength and sexual dominance. Oh, boy. Which wasn't going to happen with the tie I was going to wear. He brandishes like a steel, I bet it's called like glacier ox. And Liz is all, gets the vapor. She's like, oh my. So what is the news of Avery? <laughs> isn't anything. There isn't any. That's the problem. The UN is useless. The State Department is full of Democrats. And as it turns out, Amnesty International is nothing but a company that makes and sells candles. That explains all the vigils. That is a good scam. It's been a year and the media have moved on. Oh, media as a plural noun. Put this tie on. I've found a way to get Avery's story back on the front page. Fortunately, I run a network with a news division and I will do whatever it takes to keep Avery's plight in the public eye. Even go and see Matt Lauer's band. Canceled. Yeah. It's Blues Rock Lemon. <laughs> it's called Rhythm and, Rhythm and News. Boo. Liz is trying to gather Rhythm all her stuff and tries to take the tie. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth enters Tracy's uh, office wearing what can only be described as like a J.C. Penney suit from the seventies. I think if you it looks amazing, and I want it. Yeah. Oh, it's got a vest and a tie, and it's all colors of beige. Sir, I've been thinking. I know I'm a big shot now with my suits and a desk lamp that I control, but I just want <laughs> you to know I will always be a page at heart, even if I did just achieve my first fancy award at my new job. And as a special blurg treat, I will be reciting Gaylord Felcher's speech to Kenneth, uncensored. On behalf of the motherfucking standards department, I, Gaylord Felcher, will present you with the employee of the fucking week award. Let's give it up for this goddamn ball-sucking motherfucking queer. Whoa. Sorry, that, that got away from me. <laughs> I don't think those were the actual words. Let's give it up for this beep, 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 bag of beep. There's a reason things are beeped. And so Kenneth says to Tracy, so what can I get for you? <laughs> and Hazel jumps in and says her own name. And Hazel's on it, Tracy. Kenneth, can I speak with you? Can you? You just did. What's your problem? Oh, well, my parents were technically brothers. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to do my job here. Tracy's my responsibility now. I take care of him. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Miss What's-Her-Name, but I'll always be there for Mr. Jordan. He has a special place in his heart, just like Nana Parcell, my heartworm. Ugh. <laughs> so Jack's in the green room waiting to do on the Today Show. Matt Lauer pops his head in. Juice. Hey, Jack, what are you still <laughs> doing here? Your segment... I just hate him. Your segment was bombed. What? Why? You guys doing another hard-hitting expose on how to play in a staycation with your cyberbully? <laughs> that would rock. <laughs> now it's real news for once. There was a mine collapse in China. It turns out to keep labor costs down, all the miners there are babies. And <laughs> they show cute little babies. <laughs> they, they pay them in yogurt. God, remember when we used to be the world leader in baby cuteness? I can't compete with that. Also, adult dogs can't fit in the baby mine, so they're lowering down puppies to bring in supplies. And thanks for coming to see my band last night. Yeah, I didn't expect you to play for four hours. This is the bad place. <laughs> so Liz enters the writer's room with Hazel in tow. Hey, dummies. I need you guys to write a sketch with a non-speaking part for whoever wins this dumb contest. And do not write another sketch about Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No one who, 
No one knows who Krang is. It'd be a waste of time <laughs> to talk about Krang on television. No more Krang. <laughs> Who's Krang? <laughs> One of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle people. I don't know. See, they're good heavens. No, <laughs> he's not Michelangelo or <laughs> or Leonardo or Liberace or the other one. <laughs> it's Liberace. <laughs> Heroes on a half shell. Turtle power. <laughs> um, Liz, or Hazel pops up. Liz, Krang. What the hell, Hazel? Should we call this Krang now? Instead of no. Blurg? No. Can I ask your advice, woman to woman. That was Are not sure? speaking. That was me, Julie. Can I ask you advice, woman to woman? Are you sure? Because I took one of those which gossip girl are you quizzes and it said I was the dad's guitar. Please, you're so amazing. This boy, this place is such a boys' club. You boss them around like an Amazon warrior queen. Look at your body. Your rack is like, how? Hazel, what's the question? It's Kenneth. He's not a page anymore, but he keeps trying to do my job for me. When I confronted him about it, he was so condescending. He laughed at me and he addressed me with his eyes. And he had his way with me, with his eyes. Ugh, the male gaze. Yeah, they're all just a bunch of gays. No. Kenneth is sweet, but he's still a man. And in our society, men get praised for just talking about what, why are things happening to my... I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm having like a disco gay light show as I'm trying to read the script because Nick can't keep his fingers off of it. And it's pink and it's white. <laughs> No, Kenneth. No, <laughs> Kenneth is sweet, but he's still a man in our society. Men get praised for just taking whatever they want. But what do people call women who are tough and ambitious? I don't know, Leslie or Courtney. What? No, bitch. <laughs> that is a funny <laughs> That is a really funny line. <laughs> and you think she's talking about Leslie Nope? Or Courtney <laughs> Cox. Kurt Cobain. Cox? Where? What? No, bitch. Well, you may be at the bottom of the totem pole now, but you're in the game. So play it like a man and don't let anyone try and stop you. Just like the Karate Kid, Hillary Swank, Karate Kid 4. I want you to be my mentor. Julie-san, fighting not good, but if must fight, <laughs> win. Katsuki Miyagi, Karate Kid 4. I accept. <laughs> so we're back in Jack's office. You listen to me, Blitzer. Either CNN gets back on the Avery Jessup story, or I'll tell everyone your real name. Steal hammer hands. <laughs> Hello? Steel? Mr. Hammerhands? Jenna, Jack, I have an important actor request. It's not a really good time, Jenna. I want you to hire a giant to stand in the background of every scene I'm in to make me look daintier. It works. It's why Lamar, it's not Lamar Odom. <laughs> it is. I'm thinking of Leslie Odom Jr., who is just in Glass Onion. Lamar Odom is the guy. In, okay. It's why mm -hmm. Lamar Odom married that giant Kardashian girl. Oh. Now she had her buckle fat removed. She doesn't eat. She's on Ozempic. It sucks. I just watched a YouTube video about why this one um, surgeon who has alopecia, I don't know why, but that makes me trust him more, isn't doing that kind of surgery anymore. You know that removing the buckle fat so that you have a tighter jaw. So you have like a snatch sort of like sucked in. But then as you age, it like looks bad and there are a bunch of nerves in your face, obviously. Emma so and I are dangerous. both sucking in as we speak. <laughs> no. Amazing. These you've got those like rounded little cheeks from your yeah, amazing. We're not gonna be friends for very long. I run a TV <laughs> network and I can't get my wife's story on the air. The world may have forgotten about Avery, but I haven't. Sometimes at night I sit here in the dark drinking scotch, staring at the doorway, hoping it's hope that she'll walk in as if nothing ever happened. Home Jack. I brought a bunch of bunch of oriental sex powders. 
I know how you can get Avery back on television. Her story has everything. Blondness, kidnapping, <laughs> a villain with an accent. It's a perfect TV movie. I should know. I played an Italian party whore in the Amanda Knox story. You have to do it the SNL. Uh, Stefan. That's everything. Blondness, <laughs> kidnapping, a villain with an accent. TV movie, Jenna. I don't want to trivialize this ordeal. But those movies get results. Every kidnapped woman I've ever played has been released. <laughs> would allow me to control the story. Well, you better hurry, Jack. Oxygen is already creating a working movie about the baby miners. I'll have to slow them down. Gabriel, send a bunch of pies to the Oxygen Network. Because they're all fat ladies? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. It's insensitive. But I now really want some pie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Kenneth walks in. Excuse me, Miss What's-Her-Name. Hazel's making a smoothie with gumballs or jawbreakers. Julie wasn't sure. What's that? Sorry. Nothing. That's you. That it's any of your business, but it's Tracy's jaws tired from pretending to be Pac-Man, so I'm making it easier for him to eat. No, no, he can't eat that junk. He just got his cholesterol down to triple digits. Get off my ass, Parcel. I'm doing my job. You think you can push me around just because you have a penis? I definitely have a penis. <laughs> You think I'm some delicate little girl and do whatever you say? Well, I'm not delicate. I've been in a ton of car wrecks. Hazel, I just peed this. Could you take care of it for me? <laughs> Sir, I am resuming responsibility for your care. You are in dire need of a getting your act together montage. Down so low. Don't know what up is. When? You want to be bossed around by this trailer park Hitler? <laughs> or do you want to do whatever you want with a sexy, fun bitch who just bought you a pinata? Awesome! Kenneth does not think it's awesome. Miss Lemon, do you have a moment or are you busy regretting your life choices? For example, missing your window for having children. Get to the point, Kenneth. I'm trying to help her, but she's gone crazy. Uh-huh. You can't handle the fact that a woman is doing your old job. What a world. I bet even Hillary Clinton has to put up with this crap from whoever was Secretary of State before her. You mean Condoleezza. Shut up. Look, I believe in Hazel. I happen to be her mentor. So to quote Mr. Miyagi, leave girl alone or you deal with me, surf shop owner. Hello? Hi, it's Charles from the UN. We found your wife and I dropped her off at the office. She should be there right about now. Jack, it's me. I'm home. No, you're not my wife. How could you say that, darling? I'm Avery Jespert. Jenna? No, don't turn on the light. Surprised? Let's set aside how idiotic that plan was and imagine a world where it actually worked. I appreciate your feedback. If I had believed you for one second, I would have been devastated, heartbroken. You want to talk about devastation? How do you think I felt when you told me I couldn't play Avery? You are a monster. What you have done here today, it's... it's the second cruelest thing that anyone has ever done to me. Do you know what the cruelest is? When I went to the bathroom on the hood of your car before I thought of this plan? Avery had me committed to a mental hospital so she and her college roommate could use my Yankee tickets on opening day. That's a nice story, Jack, but I don't hear my name in it. You... Finally. You may not have Avery's grace and acumen, but you do have the one thing that makes her so special. Her ruthless pursuit of self-interest. It's the heart of capitalism. And... The beautiful black heart of my wife. Jenna, you have Avery's essence. Congratulations. The part is yours. <sighs> you won't regret this. We're gonna get her home, Jack. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a female condom to take out. Unless... Going once. 
So Hazel walks into Liz's office. She has two glasses of wine. She has two glasses and wine to pour into those glasses. Hey, sweetie, how was your day? Uh, not even half over, Hazel. Ugh, I still have to read all these essays. <laughs> okay, look at you. You're a whirlwind in charge of the boardroom and the bedroom. Sure. You're a modern DTF type woman whose whole vibe says, yeah, I dig sex and I'm not going to apologize for it. Okay, here's a little bedroom tip. Put a bag of popcorn <laughs> in the microwave beforehand. That way when you're done, you have a little treat. I wish I had your emotional intelligence. <laughs> My boyfriend, Rosmig, and I have hit a little rough patch. Okay, lay it on me. Well, I went home this afternoon to get some, and I found Rosmig bagging the fattest chick I've ever seen. You know, I used to weigh 800 pounds. Stop right there. You didn't hit a rough patch. He cheated on you. You have to dump him immediately. What? How can you say that? Hazel, I'm trying to help. By asking me to break up with a man I love, helping me would be teaching me how to spice things up, like greeting him by the front door wearing nothing but false teeth. I'm very disappointed in your mentorship, Liz. This was two years ago. I would sit on you until you died. So mute Gabriel is showing uh, Jack <laughs> headshots, and he shows him a headshot of Bruce Willis, and he's like, no wigs. And then a photo of John Travolta, he's like, I said no wigs. The next photo is of Gabe. You're not a lead, Gabe. At best, you're a featured extra with no lines. Do you understand? And he nods. It's a show within a show without a fourth wall. Yes. Hey, Gabe. Lemon, would you be interested in writing a screenplay for the greatest love story ever told? You mean Lois Lane's love affair with journalism? Yeah, I said it. Avery and me. I'm producing a television movie to get her back in the headlines. For obvious reasons, I'm fast-tracking the project. The script is due on Monday. Monday. Hmm. You guys won't be around to go to the gym this weekend. I know it's short notice, but I would consider it a personal favor after six years of listening to you complain about there's so few, few women on death row. Is it a coincidence or is the system sexist? Oh, speaking of our dynamic, I've taken on a mentee of my own, Paige named Hazel. You're a mentor? But that makes me a grand mentor, and I'm still so young. Don't worry, I already messed it up. I told her to take a break from her awful boyfriend, and she got really mad at me. Often, the best way for a mentee to learn is for you to let her fail. Wait, does that mean you've done that to me? So a flashback, Liz is wearing a bright red-orange hip-hop tracksuit, cornrows, and uh, some gold chains. <laughs> and Liz says, I think the crowd at the Apollo might welcome a change of pace. Oof, you're right. You should do it. In the present, sometimes they have to learn the hard way. Hazel rejects your advice. Let her. She'll get there on her own, just like you did after the crowd at the Apollo chased you to the river. <laughs> okay, I understand the irony of what I'm about to say, but I reject that advice. Don't worry. I'll bring you back a t-shirt from Success Town. She turns around, slams into the door, right into the door handle. Oh, my groin! So we're back in the fucking bowels, the catacombs of PGS 30 Rock. Mr. Jordan! K-Dog, you were wrong. They still do make crossbows. You let him buy a crossbow and a motorcycle? No, Kenneth. I let him buy a motorcycle ramp and no motorcycle. Can I help you? Tracy's very tired. He did not sleep last night. Why not? If he doesn't get at least 14 hours a night, he starts to go crazy. So from Tracy in the office, we're on a show within a show. My real name is Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tracy wanted to go to clubbing. And I don't know if you know this, Kenneth, but nightclubs are open at night. You didn't let him drink, did you? Mr. Jordan can't mix alcohol with his medication. Not an idiot, Kenneth. I took him off his medication. You what? Why are you doing this? <laughs> because Liz told me to. Having access to Tracy is an opportunity. I'm taking advantage of it. Did you see page six today? 
Tracy Jordan hoofs it downtown. Those are my toes he's sucking on, and he did not want to. Kenneth tries to go into Tracy's office, but the door is locked, and Hazel has the key. She like And she's puts it all over her body all centrally. So, so Jenna enters Jack's office where he's watching one of the puppies in the mines on TV. Jack, what the hell is this? She holds up a, fo- a folder that says Avery Casting. Where did you get that? Donna from Casting and I are friends. Well, not so much friends as I own a magnet that can scramble her pacemaker. Jenna, you're not playing Avery. <laughs> Why not? The movie was my idea. I appreciate that. You can play a Korean party whore. I just don't think you can capture Avery's essence. That's ridiculous. I post bottomless in essence. Jenna, Avery is worldly. Traveled. She went to Yale. Oh, I see. You think I'm stupid just because my college got tipped over by those Miami Heat fans. And say stupid, Jenna. There are many kinds of intelligence, practical, emotional, and then there's actual intelligence, which is what I'm talking about. I want this part, Jack. It's a guaranteed Emmy nomination. I'm sorry. I've made up my mind. Very well. But let me ask you this, Jack. Would a dumb person be able to think of something amazing to say as she leaves? And then she just fucking leaves. So Pete's uh, costing Liz in the hallway. Liz, we have a show in four hours. Have you still not picked a contest winner? Oh, fine. I'll just pick one at random. It's Jordan Vandersloot. Who killed Natalie Hollowell. We can't fly someone in for Peru now. There's no time. Uh, Hazel, we need to talk. I'm busy, Liz. Tracy wants me to page for him in Las Vegas. Is this dress appropriate for watching porn with Angelette? Okay, normally we don't encourage Tracy to go to Vegas because of his gambling addiction and his fear of magic. But maybe a weekend away from Razmug is a good thing for you. No, Razmug's coming with me. Who? Who is this, Hazel? No permit you talk other women. Okay, I'm putting Making my fun foot of down. This guy... Not whatever accent that's supposed to be. <laughs> okay, I'm putting my foot down. This guy is no good for you, and I ordered you, as your mentor, to dump him. You don't know what you're talking about, Liz. Razmig is amazing. He makes me laugh. Oh, where is toilet bail? Razmig must make mud. <laughs> so gross. Razmig! <laughs> Hazel, no, I'm not letting you. Jack's voice echoing in her head. Let her go there on her own. Let her fail, Liz. You know what? Fine. You're right. I'm wrong. He'll be with Rosmeg. Thank you, Liz. It takes a big woman to admit she's wrong. You are a big woman. You have pictures, <laughs> fat nudes. Oof. I need your help, Miss Maroney. Absolutely. Oh, I thought you were someone famous. You sound a lot like Reese Witherspoon. What do you want? I'm afraid if Mr. Jordan goes to Las Vegas this weekend, he's going to die. I'm not hearing my name, Kenneth. So I thought you... Oh, thank God. That took forever. I thought you could teach me how to get around Hazel. If I could just get one minute alone with Mr. Jordan. You can convince him he's wrong, yes. But how do you get his attention? All the world's a stage, Kenneth. Just play the part. Play the part. And he sees on the mirror, tapes the thing that says, walk on part for the TGS person. Miss Lemon, if it's not too late to enter, I would like to enter the essay contest to win a role on TGS with Tracy Jordan. Now, Kenneth, you can enter. The contest isn't open to NBC employees. I know that, ma mamoi. Ma that's ma Which is why I just quit my job at Standards and Practices. Ah, uh, we're back to good old Gaylord Felcher. Let me fucking hate you right now, you little shit. God damn it, I respect you. Kenneth, you know it's just to be a non-speaking extra, right? I know, but have you ever loved something so much that you would sacrifice anything for it? Nope. 
But you know what? This is perfect. <laughs> because then I don't have to pick some crazy person. I know you won't do anything weird on the air. I'm Kenneth. Get to wardrobe contest winner. This is going to be a great show. So Jack's in his office in the dark. His cell phone rings. Hello. It's Charles from the UN. We found your wife and I dropped her off at the office. She should be there right about now. And then in the silhouette, um, still in darkness, we see Jenna with an Avery wig. Jack, it's me. I'm home. No, you're not my wife. How could you say that, darling? I'm Avery Jesbert. <laughs> Jenna? No, don't turn on the light. Surprised. Let's set aside how idiotic this plan was and imagine a world where I actually worked. I appreciate your feedback. <laughs> if I believed you for one second, I would have been devastated, heartbroken. You want to talk about devastation? How do you think I felt when you told me I couldn't play Avery? You are a monster. What you've done here today, it's, it's the second cruelest thing that anyone's ever done to me. Do you know what the cruelest is? When I went to the bathroom on the hood of your car before I thought of this plan... Avery had me committed to a mental institution so she and her college roommate could use my Yankee tickets on opening day. That's a nice story, Jack, but I don't hear my name in it. You. Finally. You may not have Avery's grace and acumen, but you do have the one thing that makes her so special, her ruthless pursuit of self-interest. It's the heart of capitalism and the beautiful black heart of my wife. Jenna, you have Avery's essence. Congratulations, the part is yours. Oh, you won't regret this. We're going to get her home, Jack. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a female condom to take out. Unless, going once. Tracy's taking his place on stage. The stage manager is going, four, three. Ladies and gentlemen, a message from the President of the United States. Boo-goo gaga, my fellow Americans. <laughs> okay, he's never been worse. Is Kenneth supposed to enter? I love you, sir. Ken, where have you been? I've been here all along. I never left and I never will. Go to commercial. They told us we can't do that anymore. What? I quit my job to be here, Mr. Jordan. It was the only way I could get around Hazel. You quit your job for me? I'm not just going to sit by and watch you destroy yourself because I would do anything for love. I won't do that. The girl in that video was hot in an early 90s kind of way. Now, take your medicine. This has been a message from the President of the United States. So we're back in Liz's office. Tough night. Come on, Lemon, the show was all right. What about the sketch with the guy who was worried about his uh, sexual performance? That was a real commercial for an erectile dysfunction drug. <laughs> well, I laughed. So how did things shake out with Hazel? <laughs> Not great. My way, which is still the right way, didn't work. So just to see, I did your thing. <laughs> Good, you let her fail. That's how the banking industry learned its lesson. No, they didn't. they're doing amazing. Everyone's... Hate ever... I hate you banking people. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> Uh, your thing didn't work either. Are you sure? They both look at the door. Hazel's not there. Entering's not exact science. <laughs> Why aren't there more female serial killers? What does that say about our society? Liz. Are you Jenna? Liz. <laughs> oh, here she is. She's here. Liz, I was watching the show fall apart while Rosmick gave me a prison tattoo on his face. But I heard your voice. Finally heard everything you said to me. Hazel, you're a beautiful flower. <laughs> Let yourself bloom. What are you doing this weekend, Hazel? <laughs> are there still bathhouses? Let's go to one. I never said any of that, but... You were right all along. You knew I was making the wrong choices. If you let me fail, Frosmig, 
Tracy. Yeah, I was definitely on top of the Tracy thing. You were teaching me the whole time. And all the while lighting a fire with that hot ass. I'm Jack. I'm your grand mentor. Liz, she's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) They all hug. So now the code is the best. It's a young Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer! Which I know you know from your intro. <laughs> She's like, okay, please welcome to the stage, Lemon M. Um, and then she starts doing her thing. <laughs> oh, do the sprinkler. Do the sprinkler. Here we go. Here we go. White, Haven, Pennsylvania, Apollo, Peter, coming together. Have you ever thought about the woman of world? Teen moms, grandmoms, even little girls. <laughs> falls off the stage. <laughs> go White Haven. <laughs> She makes the wine lady. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, does she? Oh, 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 oh. That's the same cue as the one when Rachel Gatch does the oh, oh, oh. oh In oh, my oh, mind, oh. they're doing the wine lady. Oh, 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 oh. Ow, ow, ow. It hurts. Oh, it hurts. Oh. I can't breathe. I think she might really be hurt. We'll, we'll check back in she on her. Won't. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. She's falling. <laughs> Well, that's a funny one. I like that one. It makes me laugh. That was good. <laughs> so Kenneth tells Hazel that his parents were technically brothers. He could be referring to Cain and Abel as the first two humans on Earth after Adam and Eve. And then mm. once again, point to the running gag on the show that Kenneth is immortal. Liz and Jack argue over the unpleasantness of contests where people win a walk-on role on TV shows. In this episode, actor Seth Baird appears in the non-speaking walk-on role as Jack's assistant, Gabriel Person, <laughs> which he won which he won in a contest. Oh, did he? Bad. Yeah. I mean, according to IMDb. Let her learn. Mm-hmm. Nice. Really Such was. a good a one. I know. I used to always want to... <laughs> Lemon M is so good. Ah, uh, no, this was a fun episode. Well, we'll see. Let's rate it. Julie I think you Emma said you liked it. The 90. I did. 90 means watch it again. I want to redo my yelling, answer. I'm Tracy. It's a show within a show. I'm Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I don't know. What would you call, what do they call women like that? Leslie, Courtney. That was no, a funny bitch. line. Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling me a bitch? Sure. Rude. But. Rude. It's not going to live on. Oh. Well, next week up is Kidnapped by Danger. The A.B. Jessup story, sponsored by some diaper. Pride. Pride. (laughs) Make the whole world your bathroom or something. (laughs) I fucking do, bitch. (laughs) Sorry, I fucking do, Leslie. (laughs) Or Courtney. Well, it's the first episode of the new year. Oh, adorable. For us to watch together as a group. And we took it back classic style. We're recording this uh, via <laughs> Skype, which we did through the bulk of the early stages of the pandemic. Because one of us had a close call with the vid. Unfortunately, that was me. And one out of, of an abundance of caution, baby any minute now to protect the baby, um, it's I me. I'm with child. <laughs> Scream out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a tooth fell out. I was like, that damn. That was so Liz of So me. 30 oh, Rock, oh. yeah. I missed my dentist appointment. Dentist appointment. The sound on that I got, fully is I so got, good. I got my life together. Is that my tooth? But it's the sound of like, however they make that like rock sound. Yeah. It's so good. Good job, Foley artists. I hope that wasn't an important part of my blurn. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. 
It really, really is. It's a funny um, ass show. I rated a hundred. You would not. We do have a message this show, yeah. from your friend who God. I think it's your friend who also likes K-pop. That's Jenny. Jenny. So Jenny said she liked our the post that you didn't see that I put up about Tracy Jordan being found the same way as Andrew Tate. <laughs> she said, "Love you guys. Happy New Year." Episodes for Blurg are winding down, and we're already at, and we're already almost at the end of the series. What's next? Obligatory Ooh. ham. <laughs> she gave us a ham with like thirty five A's and a pig and a heart. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute, Jenny. I love you, Jenny. I know. If only you ever looked at any of our social media, you would see that we have really great people in our world. <laughs> And we're being constantly courted to be brand managers for, I think, child trafficking, but I'm not sure. It's the same company every day. Are we trying to manage child trafficking to make it more logistically seamless? I'm just saying every day we get a request. To traffic children? You need to report that to Andrew Tate. We're a brand manager from blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. Doesn't seem real. Rosmig. Congrats. (laughs) Rosmig. Reminds me of her uh, when she was on SNL doing a girls parody and her name was like Glurka or something. And she was the other um, roommate. She's from Armenia or something. It was funny. I'm not doing it justice. Nope. I hope you enjoyed listening to everything except this last part (laughs) by Nick, where he was channeling Dr. Spaceman. God, Um, fucking roast it. Yeah, I don't think we got to say, like, thank you for listening to last year and for all the support since we had to postpone from last week. Mm -hmm. We just remember we put up a Christmas one. So just a real quick aside, thank you guys so much for hanging in there with us. We're, like, almost there, having a blast, doing this show, uh, a teleplay every week on the radio (laughs) by two highly trained actresses, um, (laughs) actor moments that we get to have. Um, if you'd like to hear more of our nonsense, please check out our other podcast, Takes All Over the Place. We're on Instagram at Blurg and also at Takes Pod. If you'd like to support us, we have bonus episodes. We watched Scripted, which the further away we're getting from it, the less I like it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but all you have to do Spirited? to sign up. What? Yes. What did I say? Scripted. Scripted. I was like, are you guys stepping out on me? Because I was not invited to that recording. Rude. Ham. Hey, um, um, so if you want to become a little more, you can become a accountability buddy or take him with us. You just go to Elon Musk's mystery children with Nick Cannon's daughter, all their children's names in alphabetical order.com. Yeah. Or patreon.com slash takes pod. Oh, much easier. <laughs> and then if you get to a certain level, Nick, for no apparent reason, will read your name out loud each week when we could record it like we do other parts, but we won't because Nick needs to read them out every week. Because I fucking love you. Thank you so much to Dearest James, Awe-inspiring Abigail, Awesome Audrey, Peerless Pam, Beneficent Bernie, Marvelous Mareka, Magnificent Mandana, Electric Elise, Lovely Lars, Amazing Anne, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. Hope you have a great week, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Except to that part. Bye. (laughs) Rude. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.